everybody, and welcome back to the Rope Agronomist Podcast. Kyle from Stell Agronomy, and let's talk about mergers. Well, actually, let's talk about synergy, uh, or whatever we want to call it. Let's actually really talk about retail has gone pretty much slowly towards the wholesale side, and it's no news to anyone that works in agriculture. We see mergers pretty much almost daily, it seems like, but it, it's not that often, maybe once every few months, but... Uh, I know of several companies around us that have merged, and it's kind of funny they call them mergers, but really one company buys out another pretty much. But whatever it is, um, as we see these companies get bigger, and as they every, basically as every time they merge, you will see a, uh, a headline. And essentially, I went on to Google this morning, and I pulled up, uh, I actually just searched agronomy merger synergies, and... Literally every merger is a story on here, and it mentions the word merger and synergies. So what synergies? So a synergy is technically when you take two things, put them together, and they're better off together than they are apart. So what does that mean? You know, they, they claim that as the two companies get together, they're going to take advantage of the fact that there's two two businesses, and they're going to merge everything together and it's going to be a lot easier, simpler, better for customers. But what we've seen with a lot of these mergers is when they say synergies, they really mean mm, not layoffs and pretty close to it. So you got two people doing one person's job. So we just get rid of the one person that is the lower guy on the totem pole, essentially, or the, the, the worst employee. And we got one person doing one person's job and it's great. It's awesome. So we're eliminating positions. Um, we're also trying to streamline essentially our, our business models. And a lot of these co-ops and, and retailers, as they merge, they're closing smaller locations. Uh, they're trying to merge everything into one location essentially, or try to do some kind of central dispatch. Um, I know of one co-op that has one fertilizer location and several other agronomy locations, but one fertilizer location. And you have to call in and then they submit your order and you basically get your order as you are told you're going to get it, you know, as it comes in. What does this sound a lot like? It sounds a lot like a wholesale supplier. So basically they provide zero service to you and you get your product when you basically when you're in line there, there's no, well, we can move you up and move this guy down because, you know, you need it sooner than he does, but you know, he called before you did, but Really, you know, there's that doesn't happen when we start going to a central dispatch location. So central dispatch kind of takes away some of that personal touch. What else have we seen? As we've seen these mergers, I've seen a lot of retailers that have gone away from doing their own soil sampling, reaching out to third parties, uh, essentially soil testing labs, people like me, trying to get out of the soil sampling game. So all they basically are taking a dollar out of your pocket to take the order. There's one uh, one location, a third-party location that I know of, that if I were to call them and say, hey, I want you to sample 500 acres, they would be a dollar to $2 cheaper an acre than calling the co-op who calls them to sell a sample. So basically, they're tacking on an extra dollar or two in costs. So what does that mean? They're giving away services. They're basically, they don't want to provide that service uh, the only way that they feel that they can provide that service and make any kind of money is to become glorified order takers or a wholesaler. 
And that service is basically shopped out to a third party. So I kind of like Home Depot, right? The Home Depot says, we'll install your fridge for free or whatever it is, your windows, whatever you order from them. And basically they just bid it out to a bunch of different independent contractors who come out and do it for them. So they don't own the service. They're basically trying to exist somewhat as a wholesaler. They offer the service, but they don't provide the service. So what are we seeing? Um, a lot of what I've seen, I've had two agronomy sales positions in my career working for retail. Number one, there was two people in a location. Now there's one salesperson slash agronomist. He's a sales agronomist. Um, the second one, I don't even know what's going on there. I, I think there's one person now taking two or three people's jobs, uh, but I don't even know. I mean, who knows? This That one's kind of really screwed up, but... It, it, it's it's interesting. They want to be the service provider, but at the same point, they want to be the wholesaler. They basically want to sell you the product. You call them when you need something. They're not going to be actively calling on you. They they do, but they basically do it when they want to check. Now it's kind of getting really. Uh, I want to say dystopian, but it, it's definitely different than what it used to be. And as we've seen services drop. Who's kind of driving all this? Is it the companies themselves? Is it the farmers? Uh, I, I think it's kind of a mix of both. We've seen farmers get larger or farms get larger. Um, less demand for that service. Uh, a lot of guys would rather go out and hire an independent guy like me. Uh, I know a few other people that are in the same boat. And have somebody that's going to kind of let them shop the market. And then these guys keep getting bigger. They're kind of looking at, I can save 20, 30 grand, maybe 100 grand going and out and basically bidding everything every year. No service. Essentially, I do it all myself. And a lot of that's happening. And it's kind of weird. Um, but that's what's going on. So farmers are driving it a little bit. And at the same point, I think retail is also kind of buying into this. You know, we I, I don't know of a single merger in agriculture that the, the actual members of that cooperative or the, the consumers or the people that purchased from the retailer weren't told this is going to be the best thing ever for you. And they basically sell, tell them it's, it's a bunch of synergies. Um, you know, you know, we're going to be able to build bigger locations and better serve you by essentially, you know, and the, the hidden side of that is by closing the local location and we're moving it 30 miles away. And then We'll close all the locations within 50 miles of that, and everybody's got to go to one place. And it's kind of looking more and more like a wholesale model. So we'll cut services. We're going to essentially try to basically be a middleman. But, you know, that's, I think that's the biggest struggle right now in agriculture. One of the bigger struggles is where they're going to fit in this market. So you've got Retailers essentially trying to be wholesalers, but still trying to be the middlemen. So they're still buying from a wholesaler, selling direct to you, but they're trying to limit the services. Um, they're they're essentially cutting a lot of that stuff out. Um, they're almost hoping that you do more of it. I know a lot of co-ops around here. You, I don't know how this is in the rest of the Midwest, but I've heard rumors that essentially it's the same deal. Getting rid of spreaders, you know, you can purchase one from any of them right now because they don't want them. They'd rather they spread the fertilizer and you pay them for the application. I have one retailer that I know of that's charged so much for delivery and uh, tendering to the spreader that it's cheaper for a guy to actually have them spread it. So at that point, what do you do, right? You know, so that's, that's kind of the way it's going. It, it seems like we want to get out of this game, but 
the struggle and the difference between retail and wholesale is wholesale essentially just sells it direct to a business and provides no services. So if they're not providing services and essentially you're just buying it for the same price that a co-op would buy, so why are we buying from the retailer? So that's the struggle. I think they're trying to figure out where they're going to put, fit into this marketplace. So they're trying to provide some service, but they're not directly providing the service. They're basically shopping it out or they'll provide it, but you got to call them. And it's just not like it used to be. And the struggle they're going to have is where does this extra, you know, so many dollars per ton for fertilizer come uh, come into play and where does our extra percentage margin on chemicals that we goes through our machine come into play and that's going to be where it's a struggle for them in kind of this environment as, as farmers get bigger as people take on more application equipment and essentially take business away from retail it's gonna be kind of a fight for them uh, you know when you're trying to charge uh, let's say a markup on a, a ton of potash is $75 typically and you can go straight to the wholesaler and buy your own trucks and haul it from them and you save $75 a ton and it pays for your trucking because that's how they get paid. You know, I mean, retail, they're basically charging you for trucking or delivered to their location, storage for however, how many months they have it, uh, loading and unloading it and loading it into a truck. So if you can do all that yourself, what the heck's the difference? So that's going to be the struggle they're going to have in the future here. And it's going to be interesting to see how they manage some of this market. I think as farms do get bigger, we are going to see less services provided by retail. And the struggle with retail is going to be where do they fit? Yeah, I think a lot of it is either you kind of go the way that they're going. They're not going to go backwards. So we're going to continue to close smaller locations, get more centralized, try to get it to the point where we're just somewhat order takers, but they're going to still provide somewhat of a personal touch, but it, it's not going to be the way it normally is. It's going to be more like a grain merchandiser from a larger company, which I've seen, and I've seen those guys before. They'll call me a few times a year, and you know, you're expected basically to call them when you want something done. So I think that's going to be the way we're going to go. And essentially, when you're an agronomist and you want to go work for a retailer at this point as your career kind of progresses. I think some of that agronomy is going to be taken away and you're going to be more of a salesperson than you are an agronomist. And that's kind of not what these bigger guys want. But at the same point, I think they'd rather have somebody who's a little bit more independent. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe that's why I have a job. It could be a bunch of different things. But this is just one guy spitting out a bunch of stuff in front of a microphone. But Go and literally type in agronomy merger synergies. And, and it's just, it's uncanny how many ads come up or articles really come up. Uh, here's one, Agrium and Potash Corp. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Beer and Monsanto mergers, mergers and agricultural chemicals, co-op, 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 co-op. It, it, it just goes on and on and on. I'm not crazy. Uh, my mama had me tested. Yeah, big bang theory, but it, it's, it's interesting. I, I always use that word, but it really is actually interesting to kind of watch how this progresses. And if I'm on the farmer side of this and I'm, you know, not a large farm and I'm trying to rely on their services to me, you got to kind of figure out how this is going to work in your neighborhood. Maybe you got to have a, a guy that has his own sprayer that does a few neighbors and 
I don't know. It's going to be different as we kind of go into the future. And don't be afraid to reach out to people, even like me, or, or guys that are in your area that have some experience that are willing to take the risk and actually go out on their own and try to provide you some input and actual help. Um, I know we always talk about farmers and it's not that they don't like having agronomist help them with stuff or having somebody help them give advice. It's always ultimately up to them. It always has been um, the easy way to do things. And honestly, the, the best way that they see sometimes is the easy button. It's just the way we did it. I've done well doing this. I'm not going to change anything. I think we got to push the envelope a little bit. You know, as we do get bigger, we can try to do some of these things on our own. And it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. So anyway, hope you guys enjoyed this and I'll catch you next time.